0: Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to a new edition of It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. We are the weekly Sunday edition of the Michelle meow Show, and, you know, it's always great to be here on Sunday, particularly uh, when um, the weather is a little bit better than it has been, and, um, you know, there's not pouring down rain outside, so, um, but I'm, I'm glad to to be here. I just, last week was in Los Angeles, where it was raining, but I had a good time performing down there, so it's always good to be back and talk to my peoples when I get back, and um, we've got a great show for you, and You know, we go through our um, series of programming where I bring, you know, authors on, we bring actors on, comedians on, activists on, politicians on. We do the whole gambit. But I really do believe, because where my heart is, which is in music, that my best segments are for me are always when we visit with those who produce music and go kind of a little bit beyond what we call beyond the music. And we get a chance to talk to them and, and, and learn about how they got where they are and why they do what they do and what's coming up and all those great things that we who have enjoyed their music kind of really want to know, you know? We know about the beats. Now we want to know about the meat. We want to know <laughs> what got them there and, you know, the joy that they receive by doing what they do. And so I've got guests today that I've enjoyed for the last few years, actually on the radio, on the dance floor. And, and they have worked with some of uh, my friends in the music industry um, um, singing on their tracks. And so I thought it was time that I got a chance to talk to them and let you hear from them on this show. And I'm talking about two great... Uh, producers and DJs, uh, and Mark D. and J.D. Arnold, who are most commonly known to us as Dirty Disco, and they're, I think, on the line from Houston. Are you guys there? Yes, yes, I am. Oh well, yes, you are. <laughs> Hi guys, <laughs> how are you guys doing? How is it out there?
1: It's warm, um, it's sunny, and beautiful. Yes.
0: Oh well, that's it yes, it's...
1: 80-something, which is
0: awesome. Right. But you guys have probably been going through what most of us in the country are with the rains and everything. Here in Houston, when it rains there, it's, it's it can be kind of awful, right?
1: Yeah, it
2: is. And it's always I- a little gift that we send you a few days later. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. So, guys, you guys are just, you know, like I said, it's, been, it's a joy to, for me to have you on the show for personal reasons, because I've enjoyed you guys for, you know, for me probably like over the last three or or so years, listening to your music and listening to your productions. And, you know, for me to get a a chance to say thank you for what you offer to, you know, the, the world of music.
2: Oh, that's very sweet of you. Thank you so much.
0: You know, it, it, it's been re- – and you, you guys, I, I, I just kind of like learned a little bit, you know, doing my little homework of how, <laughs> how things kind of started with you guys. You know, you both being both out of Houston and, and working as DJs for years and working in different clubs, you know, separate clubs, different clubs, and kind of joined together out of just a mutual respect for one another. So how did, you, how did Dirty Disco get started? Oh, Lord.
2: Well, uh, J.D. and I, we are we're obsessed with the music from the era of the saint, mm-hmm. <laughs> so like mid to late 80s in New York City. Mm-hmm. If you remember, it was one of the great gay discos ever.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so J.D. and I just thought we could get together, redo some of that music, and bring kind of that warmth and fun back to the dance floor. hmm but it's funny because it morphed into something so much more. So we started getting hired to do other, other records and stuff like that. But we still want to keep that uplifting vibe, you know, that we've always uh, enjoyed when we were on the dance floor. Yeah,
0: and, 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 J.D., that's kind of the whole thing that, I mean, that's what, I don't know, it, it, it's you will get to some of the music that you've definitely revitalized you've, you've got a new track or a new uh, with uh, the Barbara Streisand and Donna Summer out there that we're going to talk about and listen to but um, that's the thing that I think has when you listen to some of the the newer originals that have come out you know today which are you know don't don't get me wrong they they're wonderful they they serve a purpose but it is kind of neat to have this uh, renewing, I guess, is a, b- a good way of saying. It. I don't want to say remixing, but I will say renewing of uh, some of those classics from the disco era. I guess that that to me live on and on, and you can just put some new stank on it. You know, put <laughs> put some new stank well, on think. it, and it just like like you said, rekindles so much joy for us. You know, who were there when it originally came out? I love that. That thing bank.
1: <laughs> you know, I just feel like so many of the new generation of dance floor goers are not getting the, or we're not getting the experience that we had.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: so we want to give them the types of experience that we went through on the dance floor.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and plus you guys then, what I love is how you also revisit the, some of those original vocalists who... Put out this music. You know what I mean? It's like, wow. And they
1: still sound absolutely amazing. Okay, we don't
0: even. Want, I don't even want to go there because I don't even know how they do that kind of stuff. You know, oh, we've been doing this for thirty-five years, but you still sound like you crisp out of you know what I mean, out of the womb singing. And that's just like you know. Could you guys? I love that you guys work with Debbie Holiday. I know your first real original piece that you guys did together was Lift, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Right. That's right. With, yeah, with, our girl. Oh. This is awesome. Oh, you know, can sing anything. Okay, give her a phone book, and she can do it. And <laughs> give her, you know, anything and she can sing it. Her voice is just so versatile and wonderful, which, which, you know, any producer wants to work with that. And then you've worked with my friend, of course, Jeannie Tracy from my Bay Area roots here. And, um, oh, of course. Yeah. you know, and then my girl Anaya Day, you, you guys, you guys just work with all these great divas. How, how is that? How that, that has to be amazing.
1: It is awesome. Yeah,
2: it is awesome. And we wanted to, that's the music that we really, really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And that's what we specialize in. We really want to bring the diva back. And, you know, Jeannie Tracy looked at me uh, one time. We were having dinner at Olive Garden of all places. And she looked at me and she (laughs) said, thank you for giving us girls' work.
0: Okay. You know? Okay, it, was
2: awesome. it almost made me cry, frankly, over the breadsticks. But it was awesome.
0: Well, and, and you know what? What I like about all those the the women that we just mentioned, the few that we mentioned there, is that um, there is a rawness in the way that they sing that comes from the heart and the soul. And I'm not like again. I'm, I always have to qualify this. I'm not digging on you know, the current wave of wonderful... D- women, again, are always, you know, are, are um, you know, uh, taking over the charts now, and, and and they do well. But for some reason, because of the way many studios produce their ardi- artists, you lose a lot of that raw soul that comes out. Like, you know, like I was... I, what's that new song that... Um, Rihanna is out there now where when you listen to it, which it may be – it doesn't even sound like her. You know what I mean? Like they do so much with the vocals to make it, you know, a polished hey, about, type of – pr- you know, Yeah, exactly. They make it yeah. – Yes, load the
3: auto-tune plug-in.
0: Right. <laughs> you know, and, and you lose that rawness. You lose what makes me – on the dance floor with those women that i mentioned and move my feet and feel it is because i'm feeling what they are feeling i'm feeling that i'm feel i know what they I, i can only imagine what it's like being in the studio with them like i know what they're feeling i know all three of them and i know what's coming out of their heart and their soul when they're doing these songs they will not do a song if they don't feel it, they won't do it. It ain't no matter. Oh, I know it's going to be a hit just because the way it's a, you know, going to be produced. But I don't feel it. And I ain't going to do it if I don't feel it. And because of yeah, that ethic, yeah, right. because of that ethic and the way they do it, they're, every song they do, it sounds like oh, they're taking me to church every time. Every time.
2: And that's that's the way it has to be. You know, it's funny. We just redid, um, God, what was it, J.D.? Music is my way of life. Was it about a year ago now? I can't believe I was. Uh, yeah, I
3: can yeah.
2: yeah, we hired Debbie to do it. And, <clears throat> you know, it's an old Patty LaBelle record from 79. Mm-hmm. And when I was talking to Debbie on the phone about it, I was like, okay, J.D. and I, we're going to send you this track and just listen to the original and see if you can, if you like it, because we'd really like to redo it. So she called me like 30 minutes later, and she said, oh, man, I can't touch Patti. That's Patty. I can't even follow that. I'm like, honey, if there's anybody that can, it is you. So it took her three weeks to get into the proper role mm-hmm. to be able to do that type of delivery,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: she worked on it every day. Because I know, because she texted me every day.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but but, the, but that's that's what I'm saying, you know. So, like, and she's good at, and that's one thing about Debbie. She's good at making whatever you're throwing out is is a renew song. Um, she can make it her own, you know. But but I'm right. I'm with her on that one. It's like anytime you like Patty, Whitney, whatever. You're like, oh no, 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 you ain't get no, no, no. We leaving that. We going to dust <laughs> that one right on the side because I can't right, touch right. that. And
2: that song was so special to special mm-hmm. to us. We had to do it. So and it hasn't been touched since '79.
0: Wow, and that's what, what. But see, and then the new people are all those young people are dancing to and it thinking it's something totally new, right? <laughs> totally, like, right. oh my god, what is this? And they go, honey, your mama was listening to this song when she met yeah, your daddy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have something that I, I, because like we we talked about Jeannie Tracy, and you guys last year. Um, hooked up with her on Fabulous, you know, and Jeannie, of course, with the with the gay community here in, in the Bay Area and, and all over, but definitely with her roots here and working with Sylvester for so many years and um, being in tune with with our community as, you know, one of our wonderful th- sisters out there raw, rawing us on and cheering us on and giving us the music to uplift us in times of distress. Um, you know, t- to work with her and, and, and to do a song called Fabulous. I love, <laughs> I love that, because, you know, that's totally what I know she has gotten from us for all these years, is that fabulousness. <laughs> you know?
1: Fab- fabulous is what you are.
0: Are you now, now? Now, you guys wrote this song, or did you guys all three collaborate on this?
2: Oh, uh, we, did, we did not. That was something that Jeannie came to us about. Okay. <clears throat> now, Jeannie's current manager... Uh, is also our manager.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So we deal with him on a lot of different artists, and um, I used to own a nightclub where I would bring in a lot of his talent, so I've gotten to be good good friends with him. Uh, Troy from T-Best, I don't know if you know him. Do you know mm-hmm. Troy?
0: No, I don't.
2: So Okay, anyway, so okay. Some, he said that Jeannie wanted to talk to us because she's paid attention to the charts, and she's been seeing the name Dirty Disco, which mm-hmm. is awesome to have a veteran like her even take notice uh, of us. So it was an honor. So she came to us, and that hello hello
0: oh I,
2: out of uh london i think it's london oh, there we he's go he's somewhere in europe i think he's in the uk uh but that was their song and it had sat on a shelf for almost a decade
3: wow said, you know
2: i really want to do something with this it really is very special to me are you guys interested and jd and i heard the original and we just i mean we just blew it all over we're like oh my god we we have got to be involved
0: well and then that's interesting too because when you do like that old thing about a good song is a good song no matter you know how old it is or whatever and then you're saying that you know this song had been written 10 years ago sitting there and right. you know and a decade is a long time in the evolution of how music moves you know what i mean and then we dust yeah, it off, yeah. and we just still do it. You know what I mean? It's like a good song is a right, good song right. is a good song. Right. And, um, <laughs> and 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 particularly when you have a song that is addressing fabulousness, that never goes out of style now, does it?
1: <laughs> right, and it, and it really
2: fit. what We're a gay music production company, so it we target our music to the LGBT community. That's who we are. So that to us was just the cherry that we needed to put on top of the Dirty Disco equation.
3: Uh-huh. And
2: she had she's had a lot of remixers over the years, and some pretty famous folks uh, contact her about that record, because Paul Masterson sometimes would play it at his gigs. And she said, no, it can't be mechanical and clunky and EDM-ish mm-hmm. It's got to have soul.
0: It's got to have soul. Well, let's... Yeah, let it's really got to speak to you. Well, yeah. let's go ahead and let the people hear it. How's that? Well, I'm sure they've already oh, heard okay. it. I know I've heard it many, many, many times as I've been out in here. <laughs> but we're, we're going to go ahead and play Fabulous uh, by Dirty Disco featuring the one and only, the lovable, my, my sister, Miss Jeannie Tracy. And we'll be back after this with a commercial.
4: You're listening to the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at ProgressiveVoices.com.
0: And we're back. Thank you guys out there. Just... Hanging in there and listening in on It's Everything with me, B.B. Sweetbriar. Of course, we're on Progressive Voices. We are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show. And I've got, you know, two great guys who do great things for us here by giving us great music. Um, with everything that they produce out there. I've got Dirty Disco, DJs Mark D and J.D. Arnold out there. Guys, fabulous. We we paid a, played a little bit that, of that before we went to commercial break. When I listen to that song, and I know Jeannie Tracy worked for Sylvester, I can actually hear Sylvester doing that song if you were still with us.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Can, can, can you
0: hear that? I can, can hear you, it too. Can, I, yeah. I was like... I could just, I, I could can just. can absolutely see that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I wish there was like some hologram thing we could do right now and just kind of get that going. But that, <laughs> that, that, that song definitely is one of those songs. That, now that that, how high did that go up on the charts, on the Billboard chart? Because I know it hit it. And, and
2: what did we? That, did that one, JD? We're currently number six with the Barbara and the Donna. How how far did that one go up? Was it thirteen? I think. At
3: uh, twelve
0: or thirteen I think it is. yeah because you guys are now staples on the chart and that's a chart that you got you guys are or used to be billboard DJ reporters or whatever they call them that actually yes. vote on both of us used to be yeah so it's <laughs> right. kind, it's kind of neat that now you guys are kind of you know the staples on a board in which you used to vote those songs on uh, you, know, <laughs> you know you' know, you know what I mean it's like you guys because you guys know the formula you know what it takes <laughs> You know the formula. But that, 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 you, almost everything you guys put out there, it, you know, is kind of destined to be on there. It, how do, is, is that pressure for you? Is that pressure? I know that, I, I know what you're going to say to me, but I want the you to say it to everyone to hear it. But is it, is it pressure for you guys when you're putting out stuff that you think it has to be good enough to make it on those types of charts?
1: Well, we, we, Believe in it so
0: much to begin with. We can't understand why they don't all go to number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> well put, JD. <laughs> okay, I love that. We just, it, it just, it, you can't even imagine why it's not there on number one on there, right? right? <laughs> I tell you. Exactly. But but you but you don't. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that because you are musicians and you are, you know, producers that. It's not the charts that drive what you do. It's just doing no, not good work. Not at all. Yeah. No.
2: Right. And you know, uh, JD is a, a resident at the Eagle here in Houston.
0: Yes, I do know so that.
2: Wh- whenever we produce a track, what he will normally do is feature it during his Saturday night show. Mm-hmm. And it's all dependent upon the dance floor as to what changes get implemented to each record. Or the
0: direction that we go.
2: Oh, well, that's kind
0: of cool. So you do kind of like a a test. Like you would do when you're making a car. You would build this prototype. And then you would have various people drive it. Or you would take your engineers out on the road. And then come back and do some tweaking. And you Mm -hmm. would do this process. So it's the same process that you guys go through. Yeah,
2: and JD has his crowd at the Eagle so trained. They know that they're guinea pigs.
1: (laughs) 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 And I really do judge it by their response so when i really see them responding i know that we did the right thing or if it's not as good as i want i know we need to tweak something
0: yeah yeah Uh, yeah that's that, that i i don't know if i've ever heard it put that way by so many and i've you know i've had you know so many producers on the show and um and I, I don't think I've ever had them explain it that way, that that's what they go through. And I don't know if m- many of them do, but I, I think that's a, a wonderful way to do it. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it's just, yeah. and, and, movie, and they yeah. do movies that way, too. Like, you'll have a, a, a chart, you know, an audience come in and look at it, and they'll give their feedback. Well, the ending wasn't so great or whatever. And then they might do some other editing uh, on that. And that's kind of what you're doing.
2: Right. Well, I mean, the customer that's on the floor at the, at the Eagle in Houston, that is our listener.
0: Well, then we um, have them well, to the thank. We have them to the thank right. for so yeah, much.
2: exactly. <laughs> so that's <laughs> so full of muscle guys and harnesses. That's our listener. Wow, <laughs> we have so much to thank.
0: Now, you brought up Enough is Enough, um, which is one of my, and millions of people out there, one of their favorite songs um, over the years uh, by Donna Summer and Barbara Streisand. And there's been a, 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 a new project that came out, started in 2016 to bring this uh, back again. Uh, is it celebrating an anniversary, I'm assuming, is, is what it is? Is it not? Is that what it is? is what kind of dusted this off was a 25, 30? What is that?
2: I think, you know, we, we were asked to do that record. I don't think they explained that to us. They just said, hey, do you want to be involved? And J.D. and I talked about it, and we thought we would never be at that level where we could touch two iconic divas. Yeah. Like Barbara and Donna. So, <laughs> okay. we were downing. Well, we we just couldn't wait to get our hands up, you know, on it. So
0: Yeah, I mean and and some, there's you know, the package includes you know other production teams as well um, on yeah. this. But again, like you said, um what was it cuz I know like when you do this, they give you, you know, the vocals and, and stuff to work with. I just want to know what it was like to work with those vocals. Cuz Donna's amazing. I mean, I, I love them both. But yeah, I've had yeah. an opportunity to see Donna perform, and she's amazing, she was amazing like, totally. Her voice was like effortless, like, when she sang, it looked like she wasn't even singing. Wow,
2: well, I, I remember, I remember now I was. A little younger then when that record came out, um, and, and I remember that there was this big to do that Barbara didn't want to do a record with Donna. Mm-hmm. The record label was pushing it because they knew it would guarantee sales,
3: but, mm-hmm.
2: uh, she didn't want to do anything with Donna because Donna was, you know, in her world was considered just a studio musician, that mm-hmm. you know, studio vocalist that you hire as backup,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and she didn't want to dumb, you know, be brought down. So, but when she got in the studio, then that magic occurred where they were both on the same level, and the drama happened, and it just it made history.
3: Right. So
2: what was interesting is when we were serviced, we were a little later on that single because we had some other projects that we were doing. Uh, one is the new Salida, which I think I, I gave you,
3: mm-hmm. which
2: is exciting. But um, the vocals came off um, an old Otari reel-to-reel. <laughs> so we had to do considerable restoration on it because it came from ta- a tape source material wow. uh, so we had to do a lot of restoration on it
0: <laughs> this, oh my they had to go to the archives to- <laughs> yeah, right. and it was exciting
2: that casablanca records was the one is the one right putting it out you know because casablanca is just
0: that uncommon. was that was the disco the giant disco. yeah that was the back yeah. that was the thing back then well let's go ahead and listen to your mix of enough is enough which is now out out there and, and doing extremely well. And we're hearing it again, again, renewed on the dance floor. And this is disco this is Dirty Disco's remix of Enough Is Enough by Barbara Streifen and Donna Summer. We'll be back with the commercial after that. Well, hello, everybody. It's B.B. Sweetbriar. We're back with It's Everything. And my guests, who I am just totally, like, enjoying so much, DJs Mark D and J.D. Arnold, commonly known as Dirty Disco. Guys, we just got through listening to Enough is Enough and your mix on that. And what I wanted to ask is, like, what do you guys go through, particularly when you, when you get a hold of, when you're doing a song that, of course, is... Like so well known, like everybody knows. that—that's one song that I don't care how old you are, you know the song, and and you kind of like like an old-fashioned thing where you kind of deconstruct it, and 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 make it something different than it than it was before. How do you do that with, uh, in your mind? What are you thinking on how to do that to make it kind of your own, make it anew, without kind of destroying? what the listener is commonly aware of of the song you know what i'm saying and in that song you guys do that you kind of deconstruct it to what we you know know how it follows and put it into an arrangement and something even with the like i love the whole supremes background Ooh. I love that. I'm like, oh, what was that?
1: What was that you know? yeah, That was too hot. We couldn't just
0: use okay? it. Okay. Right. You know what I'm like? Like, that, that That made the song to me. You know, I was, like, totally into that. So, But you know what I'm saying? It's like, you totally, ha- you know, re-put it in a whole different order. And I just love it. I just love all that.
2: You know, it, de- it depends on the record. Like, we redid, uh, remember that old Kim English track, Unspeakable Joy, that mm-hmm. was from, like, Oh, yes, honey, yes. Eight?
0: Uh, We
3: did
2: that for the Orlando, you know, the Pulse incident, the Mm -hmm. tragedy that happened to the Pulse nightclub in Orlando. So, with something like that, we really wanted people to feel we wanted to get Orlando dancing again. So, we didn't alter the structure of that record too much Mm -hmm. because we wanted the familiarity aspect of it. Uh, But, in order to get Donna and Barbara back on the Billboard chart, which that was the target with this, because how cool is it to have those girls be back on the charts like they were? You know, twenty something years ago, um, we had to really do something new.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So and it's already like given... number
1: six,
0: right? Yeah, right. number
2: six currently with the bullet. Yeah. Yay, with the bullet, uh, which means it still has upward movement.
0: Yeah, that's well, it, it's definitely good. Yeah, and 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 I I but I I like it. I like the feel, and I don't, and it doesn't. What you did with it doesn't to me. Like I'm not sitting there going, yeah, but it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? You know. Because that's that's the risk you take sometimes with your audience going, but it's not the same as what I remember it and and enjoy it as. But do you guys? I know you guys probably do not get an opportunity to watch a lot of television or a lot of, you know, um, things on Netflix and, and Hulu and all that kind of stuff. But you know, last year in the fall, I think of last year, a new series on Netflix came out called The Get Down. Which, oh yes, which <laughs> oh, yeah. JD always
1: tells me about that. Yeah, which
0: to me is the best thing since sliced bread, because <laughs> um, I love that they're bringing back our music and the music you have are are putting out there. But I keep thinking like they need to reach out to some of these these guys, you and others. You know, I think of Paul Goodyear and some others who, who, who do this music and make it anew to put out to do the soundtrack for the season. That's what I'm thinking.
2: Oh my God! It's getting warm in here. I'm loving that idea.
0: I I, don't you think? (laughs) I, I think I need to start a campaign and and do a, a go because, something because I think yeah, that is like please. the best idea be. ever. And they're getting ready. On the next season is when the the focal point, the 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 star girl on the show is going to actually enter her new disco phase. And she's kind of like the Donna Summer of the show. I mean, they kind of base yeah. you know she comes from a religious father who's a minister, you know that type of thing, and. But she she just signed her contract to start doing recording for this thing. And I'm thinking, they need to reach out to today's producers who do this music, you know, who have found a way to bring this music alive to today's group and to do their soundtrack. I think that's oh god that would be such an honor I think but, so. JD, you
2: realize you and I would never leave the studio if
0: that would be <laughs> and I'm okay with that no <laughs> I'm okay with that but I did because I love that show and the music that you know uh, you know they had a, a few new stuff on there but the, the soundtracks are is, is just amazing I, I bought it immediately you know and isn't that weird to say that's like we buy soundtracks it, again you know kind of you know people stealing well that's our, good that's, you know, I know that's good that's awesome. it made me want to yeah. buy it so um, but uh, so hopefully Have you guys ever done anything like that? Have you guys worked on or been approached to work on uh, soundtrack type of music, whether in movies or TV or any of that?
2: You know, we haven't, although I will tell you this. uh, Getting back to Debbie Holiday again, she's kind of been, you know, J.D. and I are DJs. Mm -hmm. So we stepped up our game to be in the production world just because we felt like there was a void on the dance floor that we knew how to fill. Mm -hmm. So Debbie's been very instrumental in, on the business aspect of things, you know, contracts and all that type of stuff, but being kind of a mentor to us. And she is the honest-to-God
0: queen At placement. Oh, oh, honey, I know that, and she follows her stuff. Yeah. Don't don't you play her stuff in in, any authorized? Okay. She gets paid. paid. Okay. Don't you play her stuff in any authorized, honey? That that's gonna be a no-no. It'll be a cease (laughs) and desist immediately. Right.
2: That's right. That's right. And you know, and rightfully so, because those are her rights, which has been great, and she was able to get, for example, Lyft. Um, she got lots of placement on that, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome, and that's just another avenue for revenue. But like JD and I, we we don't do this to make money. Mm-hmm. I know that we we probably should, but we don't. We do it because we really <laughs> want to give back. <laughs> so, uh, but Debbie's always beating us up about placement, 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 and do instrumentals, and so we could get proper placement and stuff like. You remember when Queer's Folk was out?
0: You know, yeah. Like, you know, so. No, no, but she's right. I mean, you're right. She, and I know that, honey. She is the queen of that. You know what I'm saying? Is like she is so oh, good is. At, yeah. at, at that. But yeah, I, I, I hope that those things do, you know, you guys, um, you know, can take. Because that's the thing about music is that, that I think we lose. I don't know. I think we're losing out on so many artists who have so much to offer um, in, in the in the world of music because they still have to make a living in some way. And, right. and eat and all that. And unfortunately, we've come to a time when that's even more and more difficult for artists to do um, with, right. the, with and the way access is It's a to game. Yeah. There's
2: a little bit of politicking that you have to do. I'm sure you're aware.
0: Oh, honey, you know? yes. Oh, yes. Uh, but, you know, and then, and then right. I mean, I have to look at my music as a, as, in a different way. It's almost that I look at it as a PR for the other things that I do, which I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? I want... I want the other things to kind of be augment you know an augmentation of, of my music but it almost is the other way right. around for me it's like and that's really sad I, it, you know it's really really sad now you've got a track out uh, with Kim English that uh, right, uh, yeah, we just uh, we just redid it uh, redid it right, right. and um, and I love her. I think everybody who you know does dance music um, or enjoys dance music, is, and you've and this is not the only track you've done. Like, as you mentioned before, you've, you you redid uh, another one of the classics. So
2: yeah, we of the Orlando, yeah. And so, so um, this one in particular, you know, she's really doing. She's gangbusters in the gospel world, mm-hmm. uh, which is great fodder for dance music. Uh, she doesn't seem to be as interested in dance music like she was in the late '90s. So. JD and I have decided we're just going to beat her up with constant renditions of her old material <laughs> and get them back on the charts and get people back interested in it to where she will be dragged back into the dance floor. <laughs>
0: right, right.
2: Well, She's got so much talent to stay hidden from our world, you know.
0: Right, but you know, and there there was that period though, like you said in the '90s, when gospel music. Um, the content of the gospel didn't change, but the, just the beat behind it did, and it became dance music, you know what I mean? It was like, right. it, it was just that you, the, the content was the same message that they were trying to put out there, but, but that changed. And, and like I always t- tell to people, if you want people to hear your message, you've got to speak in a language that they understand. You can't, otherwise they're being, you know, they're being spoken to instead of being, you know, having a conversation with. And so, exactly. you know, exactly. so hopefully, you know, that time, because like, I, I agree with you, the soul that you hear a lot in, in many of the divas we mentioned before, many of that comes from their time spent in, you know, their churches or wherever they worship. You know, a lot of that comes from that. And, you know, I would hate to see that we ever get to a point where we lose that. You know what I mean? That we lose that. Right, and
2: there is that, that's why J.D. and I really reach to original talent if we can, if they're still around. Mm-hmm. Because there's a there's a gap between what they did and what is being currently produced.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, know, like we mentioned before, the auto ton- auto tuning. Yeah, you and- have to
2: look to the past for that that message, that vibe, that it's just that it's an intangible, but you know it when you're on the dance
0: floor. It's called authenticity. Um, we've got we've yeah. got to get back yeah, to authenticity. You know, yeah. I think we really need to go back to doing mono music because that was authentic you know what I mean really because it like I like when we listen to people like Billy Holiday and stuff like that and to think that that was a mono track. That wasn't any of that studio you know what I mean? And you go, God, oh, yeah. person, no yeah, how did that person How could they talent. emote that kind of feeling on a yeah. mono. You know what I mean? That's what that's what I get out of it. It's like so you know it was raw talent. You know that. How can you get that You know, I always think you need to have all the studio and, you know, 4D and all. you got to have all that stuff going on in order to get the feeling. But back in the day that they were able to get that feeling, you didn't have all that. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, that's exactly right. I don't know. Well, let's get some feeling from Kim English as she, you know, tells you how to treat her right or treat me right featuring Kim English. This is the Dirty Disco Renew. I'm going to call it Renew. I don't go with a remix. Renew. Fabulous. (laughs)
5: A-L-E-G-R-E-C-A-R-E dot com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community.
0: Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family.
4: So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com.
0: Okay, as we enter, we're entering our our last quarter of today's program here on It's Everything, and we are going beyond the music with my guest here, Dirty Disco, DJs Mark D, and J.D. Arnold out of Houston, out there in Houston. Now, you guys, now, J.D., you're still playing your residency at the Eagle, um, Correct. There and we, you know, we have an eagle here in in San Francisco. I'm here in San Francisco, and um, and but did I read something um, where I don't know if it's just you, Mark, or both of you are involved with the new um, hamburger Mary's that's opening up out there?
2: Yeah, that's right. Now uh, the only time that I really get a chance to step behind turntables again is when JD decides to take vacation. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so. He's really, he's in the trenches, man, when it comes to, you know, uh, being in the DJ booth. And I own and operate nightclubs. And we are in the process of uh, bringing Mary to Houston, which is really cool.
0: Yeah. I just got through performing there uh, through uh, Mary's in um, Long Beach. And I've done it before. And I've done the WeHo um, as well. And they're... I guess opening one also here in San Francisco, again, There's one here a long time ago. Right,
2: right, yeah, the, in the Patio Cafe. Hopefully right,
0: the patio like cafe. right, you know, how, we know how that goes, and I'm, no commentary oh, on I, that I, right I, now. I, don't get me started on okay, that. Okay, don't let another me get, the, yeah, but that's wonderful, and that, you know, a, another, and that's just been always a, a great, uh, Hamburger Marriage has just been a great venue for particularly um, uh, drag artists to, you know, do their thing, and there are more and more drag artists are, are becoming, are, be, are singing live. Um, which is what they do in, in over in If you go to Europe, if you don't sing as a drag artist, then you normally don't make it.
1: Exactly. I was very surprised when I moved to Texas from England. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I worked with a lot of uh, drag shows in England before I came over here. And the difference here in Texas was quite remarkable, especially when I first moved here. Mm-hmm. And, and your, what you said is very true. The uh, drag queens here tended to uh, mime
3: to other people's music.
0: Perhaps. Oh my God! I love that you said that, JD. That you said mime because that's what they call it over there. <laughs> You didn't say lip sync. You said that they it's mime. Exotic. I love it. I love Honey, JD
2: it. J.D. is the authentic character. I'll I
0: love it. it. I love it. I was waiting for you to say that. I was just. I was on pin. I said, "Is he gonna say mime?" It begins. Oh, <laughs> and you did. <can>, you did. Oh my! But yeah, because you know, I've I've worked with many um over there, and I, I've had a few on on my show. Um, Lavois has been on my show, and and in a few others, and. And, uh, you know, they go, yeah, you've, you've got to sing over here, you know, whether it be comedic or not, you still usually have to use your real voice. And, and here it is starting to pick up more and more, you know, I remember back in the day when there was only a few out of New York that were really prominently known as singers who were in drag, you know, and, um, but I love it, you know. I, I love the fact that it's, 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 it's more work for We did me. have one in
1: Houston who uh, did very well, like Jimmy James.
0: Jimmy oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, the the quintessential, um, yes. uh, the M- Marilyn Monroe. Yes, I mean I knew J- yes. actually Jimmy, and I and um, um, Peppa Mache and 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 uh, Kim Sims were talking about you know trying to put something together on at some point in time. So. Um,
1: oh, that would be amazing! Yeah, so, that would be fabulous! That would be awesome!
0: Yeah, so we're we we we've been talking, we've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, in mind, honey? Okay. <laughs> you know, so but, but it's kind of neat. So you actually, Mark, then work. You know, have a, a real good pulse on the whole club scene and um, the music being played in the clubs and that type of stuff because that's what you do.
2: Right. Although I will say this: uh, when it comes to direction for our tracks. J.D. is really the driving force with for that because mm-hmm. he will hear things that I don't hear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one thing to be operational and be walking around a nightclub and making sure that all of your customers are happy, the place is clean, the volume is right, the light show is correct. It's another thing to be in J.D.'s shoes where he's in the booth and he's obsessed with the music programming. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So when we have planning sessions about tracks, J.D. will bring up stuff that is just I never would have thought of. And it's so out of the box thinking, it's amazing.
0: Wow. So it, that's a great union then for you guys because you probably have, um, you know, like, I, let's see, uh, who have I spoken to that can come off the top of my head? That um, the um, the Perry twins, for instance, you know, uh, you know, they're a duo. And, 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 yeah. and I thought it was interesting to talk to them because they're twins. So it's like, do you guys – you, do you offer anything different to you? Because you probably think alike, right? You're identical twins, but no. But they do have—they do offer something different to each project. And you guys do that. You guys bring something totally different that the other one doesn't really. You know what I mean? It's, it's so it is a, a great collaboration. Right.
1: Really, is a, uh, you know, a dynamic driving force. Uh, <laughs> He can crack the
0: whip. <laughs> keeps you on point. Keeps you on schedule. Right? right? Deadline. About
2: my personal
0: life, yes. You know, deadline. <laughs> he, he remembers them deadlines. That's why right. you need one of those.
3: <laughs> but that's yeah, he's good. very good at that. Very good at that. That
0: so, what's coming up for you guys in the near as 2017 has rolled out? and I know you're enjoying the success of of the Neff as it continues to climb. But what what else is in the in in the hopper that you can talk about?
2: Okay, um, well we've got uh, we've got a clean you know the clean bandit uh, featuring Sean Paul the uh, rockabye record.
0: Mm-hmm. I love uh, that. We were hired
2: to do that, so we've submitted our mix and it was approved. I don't know it when the, the record label will release it.
0: Oh, great. Um, I love and, that song, too. I love that song. Yeah,
2: it's a great, it's a great, yeah. what a great message, too. You know? Yeah,
0: I love the, ugh, um, the lyrics are amazing. But our
2: current project that we've got that we're going to release in a couple of weeks is a new track called Set Yourself Free where it's Dirty Disco featuring Salida.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and we just love her because you remember back in the Peter Rawhofer days? I do. Yeah. I so do. So we really remember like Music is the Answer and The Underground and stuff like that that she did. So, We're really enthused to be working with her.
0: Now, Um, is this. Almost done. Okay, now this is an original track of yours, or how'd that all come about?
2: This is something that she brought us to. Okay, okay. Uh, Which is awesome. And I think from talking to her, she's got a number of things that. She's like us in the sense that she obsesses about music, and she'll get a whim to where in the middle of the night, a song will just come to her. She wakes up, she starts, you know, with a little notepad, and she starts taking down lyrics. So this is something that she had written but she just didn't know when the right time was and who the right people to be involved were.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
2: so it, it just kind of, the synergy just happened. It was great.
0: And again, like you said before, people, you know, uh, legends, people who have been in, vocalists and, and, and songwriters who have been in the business for a long time who are taking notice of your presence in the music world or, you know, reaching out to you.
2: It is nice, and it's it, you know it's so refreshing. I'll call JD and I'll say, "Oh my God, guess who talked to us today?" You know, mm-hmm. uh, and we still have to look at each other and look in the mirror and see, is this real? You know.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, and, and, and particularly by the way, how, how organically you you guys have evolved into to producers. Um, you know, versus like you said before, you were DJ you DJs for so many years, and then this kind of evolved, and it's it's kind of a testament to how this stuff happens, and it happens for a reason, and it happens when it's supposed to happen.
1: And once it started to happen, it really gathered momentum so quickly. It, It took us by surprise how quickly it took off.
0: Yeah. Well we're Yeah, we thought we
2: would just we would release lift and then we would have a nice little sabbatical for about six months. <laughs> didn't
0: happen. No, 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 yeah, no, it didn't, didn't happen. happen. But that's okay. Yeah. Well I thank you guys so much for everything that you do and, and keeping us on the dance floor and keeping us, you know, just feeling good. Feeling good. you and and now, you know, we all know what we don't know what's gonna happen with this new administration, and I don't want to harp on that, but it's like well, I really feel that we're entering this phase of a renaissance again of, of art, and, you know, your type of music is definitely going to be a positive thing for us, too. You know, that if to if there the is anything good that's going to come out of that, it's going to be what we're going to get out of the arts, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, well, thank I you, agree. and, you know, that is, uh, that is the best compliment I think we could have ever heard is that people feel yeah. good when they listen to our music because that's why J.D. and I do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's
2: thrilling thank well, you for that
0: you're, you're very welcome and uh, again thank you for being on the show and we're gonna we're gonna get a chance to play a little bit of the taste of your forthcoming uh set yourself free um by Salida. and um, i thank you for sharing that with us and with the audience and so we'll talk to you guys soon i hope and keep doing what you're doing
1: Thank Thank you so much.
0: And so, ladies and gentlemen out there, thank you guys for listening in. We're going to say goodbye for today, and we'll see you next week. But we are going to leave you with the forthcoming Set Yourself Free by Dirty Disco featuring the wonderful Salada. Here you are, and see you next week.